Hello everybody and welcome to a, I was going to say another episode, but you know what? Another new year, 2021. I hope uh, you celebrated it in style. And uh, you may also not know this, but the new year is a peak time for careers education in the exciting careers education world. And I say that with no sense of sarcasm because I do absolutely love the subject. And I suppose it makes a lot of sense because the new year brings in that, I suppose, that that new energy and people want to try and kind of do the new year's resolution thing. And as part of that, there's a lot of kind of focus on career education and people trying to figure out where they are going next. So I thought it would be the perfect time to bring in another bonus episode of Graduate Compass this week, focusing on networking. Now, if you're anything like me, networking gives you a sense of dread and fear because it's one of those things that I used to always hate. I still sort of hate it. Well, I say I still hate it. I still hated it until uh, I recorded today's episode with the fantastic Jenny Smith. Welcome to Graduate Compass the podcast for graduates who haven't quite figured out what their next step is going to be. Jenny Smith, you're very welcome to another episode of Graduate Compass. Before we jump in and give your kind of general introduction about what you do and all the fantastic things you do, I think let's start with what is a networking strategist? Well, to be honest, it's something I invented. I just made it up. And, you know, it's like, if you want to get a job, just invent one. No, I'm kidding. So, well, yeah, there isn't really. I was, We were just chatting before, and I've never come across a networking strategist before. But essentially, what I do is help people network strategically. So, hence the, t- the title. Um, networking is one of, I think, the few remaining marketing functions that people still see as quite fluffy. I think when social media first came out, people saw that as, quite, oh, it's just you tweet a bit and you post some stuff. And now it's very much recognized as um, a, a marketing function that requires its own its own degrees, I'm sure, and um, it's, 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 it's own entire industry. Yet networking, even though people know that through your network, you can get new opportunities and you get business from networking you get jobs through networking and building relationships can really help you in lots of different ways they still see it as fluffy oh you just go and have free booze and eat pizza well yeah you do but there's a lot more to it than that so what I do is I actually I use this networking ecosystem that started off as a doodle in like it something that formed in my brain over 14 years of networking and that doodle I took to um uh, Durham University and they did two rounds of academic research through their business school and the MBA program two rounds of research into it to kind of prove that it was a bit more than a doodle and it did actually exist and now that ecosystem allows me to create strategies for businesses so that instead of spending thousands of pounds a year and countless man hours attending the wrong event and just meeting random people I can now help businesses strategically attend the right events to help them achieve their goals by applying this ecosystem so it kind of takes the serendipitous out of meeting people um, and you know there's still that kind of oh you just never know who you're going to meet but if you're investing time and effort and money into a marketing function you want to get that return on investment so that's my kind of goal in life is to get people to to put networking on the same level and take it as seriously as all these other marketing functions that help them in business. 
I'm going to go back to some of the stuff you said in a moment. So I'm not, I'm not uh, purposely not skipping over it. I just wanted to kind of give context for anyone who, who is listening. Yeah. Because, because the reason I asked you to, and thank you so much again for, for agreeing to, to come on the show today, is because there are people here who are listening to this episode right now who think that networking has nothing to do with them because they haven't figured out where they want to go, what they want to do, where they want to achieve. So our, I just want to kind of, I suppose, let people know that that our conversation is is, is going to be within the context of uh, people who don't know what they want to do and where they want to go. Uh, just in case anyone thinks they've they've tuned in, maybe to the wrong episode or something like that. Yeah. But as well, um, and you you touched on it as well that you you didn't just kind of wake up one day and decide, oh, I'm, I'm gonna you know go into networking. This has been something you've been doing for a very very long time, and you've loads of experience in and have been helping people find strategies and businesses find strategies. So just thought, could you give us like a kind of a brief history of, of how you got into it and, and how it developed over the last few years? Yes, yeah, so I accidentally fell into networking while I was still at uni actually. Um, so I was at uni at John Moores in Liverpool. Um, I was in my second year and I got one of these random emails that was like, do you want some work experience in a creative industry? And I was like, I like creative industries. Let's give that a go. So I applied and ended up doing like a voluntary placement at a company that did CGI and animation, which to this day, I still don't really understand. Um, But it was just working with the, the business owner, John, and it was just him at the time. And He's gone on to do amazing things, which I would love to take credit for, but cannot. Um, but I was just doing some like market research for him. It was a way to get something on my CV. And he took me along to my first ever networking event um, in Liverpool. And I remember it was the day after Valentine's Day because I was really hungover. And I wasn't warned about networking. No one told me what to expect. And he was like, don't tell anyone you're at uni. Tell them you're a business development manager and like just talk to people. And I was literally thrown into this room full of like grown-ups in suits, given a name badge of gin and tonic and expected to talk to them. And it was like, oh my, I genuinely was one of the scariest things ever. And you know, you told your whole life, stranger danger, don't speak to strangers. And then suddenly you just thrown into a room with them and expected just to chat so my initial experience with networking was terrible I hid in the bathroom for most of the night um, but I think a lot of that was because no one had warned me and you know I'll, I always I, sh- I share that story as much as I can because I think it's important for people to realize that you know my entire career had now is focused and built on networking yet it wasn't natural for me and I think people often see other people networking and think oh well they make it look easy this isn't the right place for me um but it I don't think it's the a natural place for anyone so it takes time but yeah I I you know forced myself to go to another event eventually fell in absolute love with networking and the people that it gives you access to and the information and knowledge and um just what it can do for people and yeah I ended up after graduating invented my first job which was to be a full-time networker which meant I went networking on behalf of a lot of people um instead of just one business so I didn't pay for food or wine for like a year which was awesome um and just went out to like five events a day it was crazy I was like napping in between events I was like you know Monday to Friday um just all over Liverpool and Manchester it was great but after a year I didn't want to speak to anyone ever again (laughs) I'd had enough so then moved home to Carlisle which is where I'm from originally and thought I'll I'll get a a normal job 
um, inverted commas, and found that that was not for me either. So I thought, oh, I'll go networking and see what, you know, and there was, I found that at the time there wasn't any networking available. And I was used to like, I say five, six events a day to go in and in, in Carlisle in Cumbria, there was like one a month at the time, there wasn't hardly anything. So I flipped, took what I'd learned from attending events and turned it into my second business, which was hosting events. So I created a networking organization in Carlisle. And that was really hard for a few years. No one, it wasn't part of the business culture at the time. So it was trying to educate people quite a lot on what networking was. Um, but after the first couple of large businesses joined as a member, then other businesses followed and um, it grew over the few years. Um, and then I, classic love story, went to Magaluf on a girl's holiday and met a boy from the Northeast. And we fell in love <laughs> and I ended up I ended up selling the business and moving over to the northeast as you do and um, it worked out well we've been married four years and we have a beautiful little daughter so it was a good move but yeah met a boy in my glove he hates that story but I think it's hilarious um and when I moved over to the northeast then again needed a job so stalked a, a guy called David Cook who started the muscle club over here and said please let me run your network um, I can do it really well, I promise. <laughs> and he, he let me. So I was the managing director there for about three years. After that, um, took a step back from networking for a few years and worked in tech, um, supporting businesses and SMEs across the Northeast, um, working at Sunland Software City, which was like ridiculously learning curve. I knew nothing about tech. Um, and I still, well, no, I do actually. I can hold my own in a conversation with a techie. Um, and yeah, no, really enjoyed it. But then after having my daughter, I decided I wanted to go back to what I love doing and that's networking. And having created this ecosystem, I wanted to utilize it and really kind of share it with people. And I knew I didn't want to run a network again. I'd done that. And I knew I didn't have the energy to go full-time networking again. Um, but I, I wanted to, to, to help others, you know, really get more out of networking through the strategic stuff, but also help upskill people and working with students. I do a lot now in, with the universities and training and helping people at all stages of their career. Again, I think a lot of pe younger people see networking as something that older or more established kind of career people do. Whereas, you know, a lot of the people that I train have been in, in business for 10, 20, 30 years. And it doesn't matter what your job title is or how much money you've got in the bank. Networking puts everyone on an even playing field when it comes to fear. So, you know, it's it's across the board. Um, so, yeah. So, and, you know, launched launched the business just as we were going into lockdown, which was interesting. But here we are seven months in and I'm still kicking. So it's it's going well. <laughs> And I think I think you hit uh, a really important point um, with regard to kind of the people who, who would be listening to this uh, podcast in that that fear of networking never really goes away. Because I think I think a lot of like final year students or graduates or you know, people who've been at a uni while think, oh, you know, it's just it's just me who feels like that. I'm the only person who is terrible at networking. But, you know, from what you're saying, you could be in business 20 years and have a great career and be very successful and still have that kind of oh, I really want to not go to that event or I really don't want to approach that person or that kind of dread that we've all felt at some point. Exactly. It's a lot. I compare it a lot to public speaking. And I think it's something that I've found networking really helps with public speaking skills as well, because there's a lot of um, a lot of situations within networking events where you may have to do some public speaking, like accidentally do, you know, deliver a 60 second pitch to the room or whatever. And 
it's very similar in that the more you do it, the easier it gets. But you could have gone through your career having not had to do it. And then suddenly you have to for whatever reason. And because you've not got the experience or, you know, forced yourself out of that comfort zone to get used to it then it can still be a terrifying no matter what stage. Some people, obviously, their level of terror is less than others. A lot of it can be doing with your personality and um, finding the right format that suits you. Introverted people or people that are more prone to introvert, being an introvert, prefer structure. So therefore, more structured, consistent networking events are better for them. Whereas extroverts prefer like they get their energy from being around a lot of people and you know so those informal relaxed open networking events are better suited to them so it's finding what suits you as well um and that'll help help make it a lot easier and i think that's that really ties in with kind of what i hope is the ethos of this of this podcast because it's a lot of it is about that self-awareness that people think about careers education and i've said this almost in every episode so far they think it's about putting together a cv or or do you know how to answer interview questions and of course that's a, that's a part of it but the self the the ability to self-evaluate and to look at your strengths and decide oh actually i am an extrovert is is or i'm an introvert or whatever it is that you decide about yourself is so important and i'm just I, I don't really have a question with that. I just kind of wanted to highlight it as, as, as something that I thought was um, I was really glad to hear you kind of bring up. Now, you've been uh, so good to put together your five top tips of, of what people sh- should do. So, again, just to kind of give context. These are for anyone listening who thinks I don't know what I'm doing. I, I hate networking. I don't have any clue how networking networking could be any use to me. And your first one, uh, which I love, is that you said, well, you know what? You're already networking, whether you like it or not exactly and that uh, that's something that I didn't realize I think when I started out networking especially starting whilst at university I think I felt that networking was something that people made a conscious decision to go out and do and actually networking something we do from like when you're tiny little babies and you start going socializing and you know my one-year-old goes to nursery and she's networking she's building contacts she's getting to know people um but does networking does it starts at school and it's all about building relationships and that you know one of the reasons why people may send their children to a more prestigious school is because of the networks that they build whilst you know at school and that could be from the age of you know some tiny kids um, and especially now with social media where we reconnect with people um, or young people will just continue to connect you never know when someone's going to come back into your spectrum of kind of you know needing to either pull them in for um, for information or wanting to tap into them to get into a company or you might in the future you know walk into a job interview and someone on the panel is someone that you went to primary school with and it's thinking about the relationships that you have with people and how you're portraying yourself I guess in a way because you are networking right now you're networking with your the staff at the university that you attend you network with the people you encounter in shops and bars and restaurants people that work anywhere that you encounter um you will potentially come across they might you don't know where people are going to be in their careers in four or five years time you don't know where you're going to be in your career um so i think just being aware and letting that kind of sink in that how you're treating people now how do you want to be remembered in four and five years time um and that's you know it's a really powerful way to kind of step back and go right okay am I being 
nice to these people am I being decent how if I walked into a job interview or was pitching for funding or whatever it is in the future would I be proud to see that person again um and in the same way how other people treat you could come back on them as well because it's a two-way street um so yeah being aware that you're already networking I think is a, a really important mindset to have and it will affect how you how you treat others um, and it can only hopefully treat help you treat them better, which, you know, can only be a lovely thing. Because I think it's probably important at this point to kind of highlight that, just to make it obvious from, to anyone who maybe, maybe has missed this point, when we're talking about networking or when you're, when you're talking about networking, you're not talking about going in and being the alpha in the room of dominating, of, of being that, you know, super extrovert who goes around and shakes everyone's hand and knows everything. It, it, it is literally just about building connections in whatever way you build connections. So if someone's listening to this and, and um, they don't feel like that they that they build connections well, do you have any kind of specific advice? Or what would you say if you're working with a client and they were saying, look, I, I'm really nervous when I go into a room. I don't know how to talk to people. I don't know how to approach them. Would you have any advice that you would, you would give? I think when if you, when it comes to that walking into the room moment, if you are at a networking event or a situation where there's a room full of people to potentially network with, I'd say the first one is try and get comfortable in your own skin and be comfortable enough to stand in a room and let other people come to you, which is a really difficult thing to do. We're so used to grabbing our phones anytime, like we're on our own for more than half a second, or there's an advert on the telly, we'll grab our phone. So if you want to wear somewhere, and if you can get used to just stood being on your own, people will come and chat to you. And that saves you from having to go and try and get into conversations or approach people. But the biggest thing you can do when it comes to, you know, if you're not sure how to connect to others, is asking them questions you know people love to talk about themselves I'm a prime example um but people do they love to talk about themselves um so even if you don't get the chance to to really tell someone else much about you the first time you meet them they'll walk away thinking that was a great conversation and that person lovely and all they've done is chat about themselves the whole time but they'll think it's great um, but it takes you know building real connections take time it takes consistency you need to meet someone in person, it's the rule of three. So you need to meet someone three times for them to remember who you are and what you do. Um, obviously, at the moment, we're doing so much networking remotely. Um, and I think that's probably the rule of five applies online because we don't build as deep relationships virtually. Um, just because we don't, I could go down an absolute tangent on this and chat, <laughs> but we need to kind of be around people. We're very tactile humans. We need to be able to smell them and um, read their body language and stuff. And you can't do that virtually. You know, it takes a bit longer to build deeper, more trusting, meaningful relationships online. But yeah, if, if people are struggling to, to connect with others, I'd say ask them questions and genuinely listen to what they've got to say. That's a, that's a really great way of of building on any any new relationship that leads us into your second point because the second point you you uh, said which, which is network for knowledge and that i think sometimes especially students um i want to say especially students that's probably a bit harsh uh, i suppose i've seen it with students and um, is that they think they need to get something out of a conversation they need to take from the conversation and actually what they can take from the conversation could be just a little bit of information yeah absolutely and i think having that mindset of going into a networking event 
I think a lot of people, like you, as you say, will write themselves off and think, oh, networking's not for me because I don't have a job or it's because I'm not at a certain stage of my career or I don't know where I'm going or what I want to do. But that's exactly why you should be networking, to find out what you do or don't enjoy. What And the best way to do that is learning from people that are already doing it and finding out, you'll find out, you know, going networking for knowledge, to learn from people that are already in certain jobs or industries but also find out these new jobs that you wouldn't find in a textbook or wouldn't even know existed. Like I've met all kinds of crazy people like hypnotists. And there was a guy that invented donuts and that was his job to invent donuts. Who knew that was a job? But like, all you know, there's all these crazy industries. And until you go out and just talk to people with the mindset of wanting to learn from them and you know extract knowledge and it will really help with you being a really great networker and asking really insightful questions you know you'll listen to what they're saying you'll be a better listener because of it and you'll build stronger relationships you know going out networking with the goal of accessing people's knowledge and people will openly want to share that with you and you know if I went to a networking event and met someone and they said you know I'm still studying and I don't really know what I want to do but I want to learn from people and find out what's happening in the industry locally what's going on I'd be like oh amazing what are you interested in and you know I think that's amazing and fantastic and I don't know a single business person that wouldn't feel the same so I think yeah people write themselves off and you know exclude themselves from networking because they think it's not for them when actually if you don't know what you want to do and you don't know where you want to go then that's the perfect place to start because even the process of elimination will be fantastic because you might think oh maybe I want to be in this industry and then you'll go and network and meet people that are in it and go yeah no that's not for me I can tell and and the same way you know new opportunities will come out of it that you maybe wouldn't well that you wouldn't find anywhere else but through conversation and that's why networking is so amazing because the opportunities that come out of just simply talking to other people are just endless and that's what gets me excited and that's why I want other people to to go out and network because it just it's like opening this little secret magical door to this whole new world and you just don't know where it's going to lead and I've seen it change lives genuinely I know that sounds a bit cheesy but it genuinely does change lives um so yeah I, I totally can relate, obviously, on a different level to, to when I suppose there's that light bulb moment when people kind of get where they're going or that kind of things kind of pull together. But for someone who's way, way back and and isn't anywhere near that light bulb moment, they might be thinking, well, that's that's fine, but I'm I, I'm not even anywhere near to getting to that point. But and you, you've already touched on it, but your, your third point was, you know, follow your passion with this because you might not know what is it, what's going on now. You might not know where you're going to be in six months time or six years time or whatever, but you will have interests now and you yeah. will have things that you're more interested in than others. And that as a starting point in your networking could be huge. Oh, massively. And it, it will lead, it will guide people um, to which events they should attend. So like if you've got certain passions or interests professionally, um, or you may have done a module and you think, oh, do you know, I really was interested in that. Look for networking events where the topic, the theme of the event, the speaker or the panel discussion or whatever at that event is around that theme and go to that event because it's going to it's going to feed the passions that you've already got. But it also means you're going to be networking and meeting other people who have got similar interests 
and that helps us build trust when we meet people that have got the same interests and something in common with us we instantly trust them already a little bit more um but it also will allow you to um, it's got this icebreaker already because there's a topic and a theme to the event. It takes the pressure off a little bit. You've already got something to chat about. Um, so following what you're passionate about, that'll guide you to the right events for you because it'll help you find your tribe, essentially, the people that have got a similar interest. And that'll lead to then opportunities within within it could be jobs, it could be placements, it could just again be learning from other people or learning what an industry actually is is like. And there's I guarantee so much happening, you know, you know, we're based in the Northeast and until you get out and network and speak to the companies in the Northeast, you wouldn't be able to have a clue of all the amazing stuff that they're doing and achieving on a global scale. And it's right on your doorstep and these small businesses, especially that's something else. I think that, that, that networking does, it gives people access to these innovative, exciting, small startups and SMEs that unless you know the name of the company, you would never be able to find them online. So by going out and networking and following the passion, that will lead you to the businesses that are working in those fields and that will help you explore what you're interested in even further. You hit on a really interesting point there because obviously in some cases we're talking about kind of specific networking events but some events whether they're online events at the moment because of covid or whether they're actual events they're not always necessarily advertised as networking events they may just be events about such as a topic but there's still the opportunity there to network and to build those connections and that's where i think the the kind of the important passion point is um for your fourth point I'm really interested in what you're going to kind of say for this one, because again, bearing in mind the, the context of the people we're talking to, because your four point is add value. But some of the people who might be listening to this might feel like, I, and they will have value to add, but they might feel like they don't have any value to add. So what would be your advice to someone who's listening, thinking, I, I don't really have anything to offer? If you've got an opinion, you've got value to add. That is the biggest thing I think to remember. That's a starting point anyway. I think. You're right in saying that people do write themselves off and say, well, I can't give anyone business. So therefore, like, I can't help them. I can't. I've got nothing to give back. I'm you know, just a student or I'm just this. But that's like it's rubbish. If you've got an opinion, the fact that you're educating yourself currently and you're going out and starting to network, you've instantly got some value to add through your knowledge um, through a fresh perspective from your, it could be your youth, your age, it could be, um, it, th there's so many different things that you can do to add value and it doesn't always, and it shouldn't always come in the form of business. It should come in the form of an opinion. It couldn't come in the form of an introduction. You fact that you, you, you know, the first tip that we talked about was the fact that you already network and you have a network, you know, people, by going networking, you can introduce people across that network that adds value. And the more you network, the more people you'll get to know and the more value, you, value you'll be able to add through making cross introductions and referrals um, to all the people that you meet. By sharing your own knowledge as well, that's a massive value add. Things that you're learning about and have learned over the past few years or that you're going to be learning over the next few years 
um, through your studies or placements or work or observations of the world. These are all massive value adds to companies, to individuals. So share them and add value to people in your network by sharing your knowledge, sharing your observations, your thoughts and opinions. You know, social media is a great way to do that and going out networking and meeting people and then engaging with them online and following them on Twitter or connecting with them on LinkedIn. Facebook's private, personal, in my in my opinion. Um, but when you do connect with someone on LinkedIn, you need to remind them that you're there by sharing your content and that content should add value to them. So it should be knowledge transfer. It should be, oh, here's an event that I've seen. Even, you know, if you're going to a networking event, share with other people in your network that you're going to this networking event, especially people that you feel would get benefit from it. So you are the students, your classmates, teachers, whoever, if you find a networking event on a certain topic and you know other people are interested in that topic, share it with them. That's adding value. So there's always ways to add value. It doesn't have to be in the form of passing business between. Often it's the free things. It's, you know, we value each other's time more than we do money because money you can replace and you can always earn more, but everyone has 24 hours in the day. Everyone, you know, can only spend so much time on certain things. So when we give our time to our network, that really helps build relationships in a much more meaningful way than business ever could. And then I, I love the sorry, I love the way you, I'm just going to take a step back for a second because your list of five things, and I don't know what, whether this is intentional or not, but they just so lead into each other. They're like they're like a perfect pyramid because your your last point of the five was be nice, and and and, and that just I, if you took nothing else away from this conversation, if you felt like you didn't learn anything, which I I think you'd be hard pressed not to just take that away to be a nice person and to be that kind of positive person because people like having nice people in their lives and, and like doing business with nice people like that they're, they're like working with nice people so um i'm sorry i'm talking for you i should be asking you and just saying what what, what like did you, no, I'm, you want to, I know. I'm sitting here like nodding and going yeah yeah exactly and no it is that's my biggest takeaway as well like if no one took anything else from anything in regards to networking training the biggest thing is to be nice and it's the foundation of all relationships really and you know I talk I you know I talk about it in more detail when I'm doing networking training there's a concept called connection marketing which is my theory on how to build your personal brand by being nice and it's you know treating people equally regardless of what stage they're at in their career what job title they've got what car they drive because that can flip and change so quickly and it should be how we treat each other anyway it shouldn't you know you shouldn't need to tell people to be nice but it's a reminder you know it's an important reminder that in our careers in our lives you never know when you're going to need someone's help um so you should always make sure that you give help to others and Give, again, give their time, give your time and um, and just be respectful of everyone and treat everyone as they as if they were the most important customer that you'll ever have. And I think that can never, ever serve you wrong and nothing negative can ever come from that either. So the biggest definitely the biggest takeaway for me for anyone that's starting out in networking or if you've been networking for years um, you know, just remember to just be nice. Yeah, just be nice. Absolutely. We, we mentioned earlier on that you, you started your business eight months ago in the middle of, of a, a pandemic, which I think is a huge achievement in itself, if nothing else. <laughs> um, but you've got some 
fantastic resources. I was just wondering if you could tell us a little bit about your company and and what you do and where people can find you and all that kind of stuff. Because um, as you know, as I've told you at least three times already, I'm a huge fan of your videos and the stuff you, you put together. Well, that's something that I try to do, like to add value and share, you know, my knowledge and help people um, to learn how to get more out of networking. And so part of the business is to create the networking strategies, like I talked about. But the other part is doing that, those networking training courses. So, you know, pandemic has forced me to to pivot like a lot of businesses. So I've now got an online course um, on how to network remotely. And that's on Udemy, which is a platform that I'd never even heard of, to be fair, before <laughs> before lockdown. Um, but yeah, I've got a course on there. So it means that anyone can kind of go on and learn in their own time. And there's loads of like resources and stuff. There's puppets. There's a puppet show in there. It's really fun. Because um, trying to keep people engaged when, you know, you're training online and recording a video and there's, you're talking to your camera. You've got to be creative, haven't you? So, yeah, there's puppets. Um, so, yeah, um, there's a course on Udemy. But on the website, on my website, which um, I'm sure will be shared with this, it's www.networkingknowwho.com. Um, and on there, there's loads of two minute tips. So every week, just about I try and do a different two minute tip video that's free and you can access them. There's a free 10 minute course on there as well, which is networking for innovation. And that's obviously a bit longer, a bit more detail um, is in that one. And there's loads of different tips and stuff and how to think about networking for different aspects of business for career um so I do a, a lot of training with the un northeast universities for you know researchers as well as students and staff um it's something that goes across the board it's not just for business people even if you work in a large company you'll still be networking and building relationships with colleagues even if you never go out and have to network at an actual you know what people class as a networking event you are still networking internally so it's just as important to know how to build relationships in a large business as it is if you're a, an entrepreneur going out to get clients so I try and cover across the board really um, and yeah hopefully there's a lot of free value add on there for businesses and for people that can go and and just pick up some new tips on networking really and you know like I said there's puppet shows now and again so try and keep it interesting. <laughs> I have to check out the puppet show. I haven't seen that yet. Jenny mentioned about the website as well. So that there is a link of that in the description if anyone would like to check it out. And I said I would totally recommend you do that and give uh, Jenny a follow on all the different social media channels. I have two questions to finish with, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, first one is, is, this is just my my complete curiosity, is that you mentioned at the start, and I, I just let you, I didn't touch on it then, but I'd like to go back to it. You mentioned about creating a networking environment. Now, I appreciate that's probably something that is very difficult to cover in a few minutes, but I was just wondering if you could expand on what you meant by that and your doodle and all that kind of what you did in that, um, just because I'm nosy and I just want to know what it is. Yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, the ecosystem is basically how my brain so I would be I could like talk to a business person or a student or anyone and be like, right, tell me what why are you go networking? What do you want to do? Who do you want to meet? Blah, 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 blah. Tell me about your business or whatever. And based on that, my brain would go, right, they need to go to this event and this event and this event. And they need to speak to this person and this person, like like a little mini Google, I guess, and would just be like, blah, blah, blah. And then trying to then articulate that. It was when I was at Sunderland Software City, I tried to explain how my brain did that. And it came out in the form of this doodle, which looks, I guess, like eight concentric circles and um, starting with a large one on the outside, working its way into the eighth one in the middle. And the 
each circle has got its own characteristics. So a networking event that has, for example, a membership fee, but you can, um, an annual membership fee, but you don't have to attend all the events. Any event that fits in with that would fit into ecosystem zone three, for example. <laughs> Obviously people listening can't see your face, but your face is like, the eyebrows are together, like what are you on about? But this doodle, basically it's an, yeah, like I said, like an ecosystem of what networking looks like. And that was on experience of Liverpool, Cumbria and the Northeastern. People do network differently depending on where you are geographically. But I believe that's due to population density because I, I feel that rural people put a lot more emphasis on relationships and trust before they make buying decisions. Whereas in largely densely populated cities, for example, there's less, there's less emphasis put on a relationship prior to making a buying decision. Therefore, if you're wanting to like sell a high volume of something quickly, go to a large city because people will just buy it. Whereas if you wanted to sell a large volume, obviously rural's not going to be the best because there's fewer people there anyway, but it will take a longer time to build relationships before that buying decision comes. But that's a completely different bit of research <laughs> that's not happened yet. But back to the ecosystem, I told you I could just go off on tangents. Ecosystem, yeah, allows me to now, like I'll do a consultation with the business and find everything out. I need to pull all this information from them. And based on their product services, um, target markets, uh, industries that they want to work with, they might just want to, their target market just be women, for example. I'll be able to then create a strategy that says you need to attend these events and these in these zones and um, off your trot. There you go. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> The, well, two, two things on that. First of all, um, just on my face, I'm very sorry. That's just more. I, I think my uh, I've been told previously. I I always look like I'm confused when I'm listening, um, and I just maybe I am. I just a slow processing unit to trying to to try and get through all the information. No, you did look like you were content and listening as well. So don't worry, it's not. <laughs> no, I'm glad to hear that. And uh, second of all, it was do, do you have a link to that on your website or anything? Because because I, I can put that in as a second link if you do. I'd just be nosy if, if you do. Um, no, but I am in the process of, I'm just about to hopefully this week record my second Udemy course. So the first one that I mentioned is obviously on how to network remotely. The second one's all about strategic networking and there's stuff in there. The ecosystem itself is explained and um, how to kind of navigate it. And by the end of that course, you'll come out with a networking strategy. Um, so it'll be in there. There's... Um, I don't think there's anything I could point to. Do you know what? I should really create something. I think we could cool. on that. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll make oh, it. There you go. See, add, there adding you go. value. Adding value. <laughs> there you go. You've already added value. Just sharing your ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and my confused face. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I always like to give uh, my guests the the opportunity, and I can all and I and people who listen regularly will know this. Um, I can edit this, but if it needs to be, but I always like to give people the opportunity to have the last word and to say whatever it is you'd like to say if there is something else you'd like to add on before we finish. Is there anything? Um, the only thing I think I'd want to say is that going networking genuinely changed my life and I see it change other people's lives on a almost daily basis. And I know that it's scary and I know that it's intimidating and new and weird, but it is the one thing that you would thank yourself for doing in the future. 
um nothing negative can come out of it only exciting opportunities and knowledge and growth personal growth professional growth so yeah it's the one thing I think that you would thank yourself for doing one day so please just give it a go and that's it really thanks very much for listening to another episode of graduate compass if you are interested in learning more about jenny smith there is a link to her website in the description of this episode as always if you haven't already please subscribe and share with your friends and i hope that 2021 is getting off to a good start for you i'm keno sullivan thanks for listening Thank you for listening to this episode of Graduate Compass. Remember, if there is a degree subject or specific industry you would like to be featured on any future episodes, then we would love to hear from you and know what you are trying to find out. Our email is info at graduatecompass.ie.